restlessness and forgetfulness. Two realities with I struggle with often sometimes. Uh, that's one of the great benefits of wearing a mask is you could yawn and no one knows, right? <laughs> the two realities nonetheless we all deal with to some extent. So restlessness. We, uh, especially in the West, in America, are prone to so much quote-unquote busyness. Uh, full schedules, flying down Randall, making sure you're at mass in time. Uh, some even say they don't have a moment to spare for proper leisure or time in prayer. And this claim is, is a dangerous one. For if we don't take proper time and leisure for regular daily prayer, we will eventually lose who we are. We will forget our identity. So this could happen personally, or I think it can even happen with a nation, as has been seen these past months. It's nothing short of the visible manifestation of a long present decay. Mother Teresa once said, any nation that denies God and sacrifices its own people for the sake of convenience and comfort has already died. So from the protests, you know, months ago to what we've been seeing this last week, my opinion, it's, it's but two sides of the same coin. People who have lost their trust in God have forgotten him and because of that are restless. So we could ask ourselves, where do we put our trust? Whom do we lean upon in the midst of uncertainty and suffering? For if it's not in God, then let what is happening all around us be a forewarning for our own souls. Because we're not made for this world. Right? We are pilgrims, adopted sons and daughters of God, in the midst of the spiritual war, fighting under the banner of Christ who is victorious in his church, aiming nothing for more than heaven. But how often we could forget this, that second point, restlessness and forgetfulness. We forget who we truly are, whom we were created by, whom we were created for. Mother Teresa, Saint Teresa of Calcutta is one of my favorite saints. She prayed two holy hours a day, one in the morning, I think at like 4.30 a.m. and then one in the evening, meaning she was in the chapel in front of the Eucharist in the tabernacle and prayed in silent for two hours a day. She didn't just do this herself, she requires still today all of her sisters to do this. And in Calcutta where she was, there was this new sister, very zealous, very talented, a lot of energy, a lot of zeal, and she would be late for the second holy hour. She'd be late about five minutes every day. Mother Teresa started correcting her, like, dear sister, you must show up on time for the holy hour. And the sister would answer, oh no, mother, it's okay. I was out on the streets. I was with Jesus, right, in the poor, in the sick, in the dying. Mother Teresa said, okay, yes. It's like a kid answering Jesus for everything in religion class. Like, okay, yeah, you're right, but you need to be here. You can't give what you don't have. But she kept showing up late, five minutes. Eventually, after a month or so, Mother Teresa dismissed her from the order because her priorities were not in order. So Mother Teresa, the saint of the gutter, who prayed for two hours at least a day, who picked dying people off the streets and loved them, who lived in this world but was not of the world, she was at rest. It's a beautiful insight. And she didn't forget who she was. She knew that God loved her as a beloved daughter and that she, for her part, loved him back. And because of this, she took proper care of herself right, with her daily prayer. So this is the beauty of what we celebrate today, the baptism of our Lord, the Lord humbling himself to his cousin John in the River Jordan, teaching us, reminding us of our own baptism, of the heavens being torn open, the spirit like a dove descending, and the voice of the Father say, Behold my beloved Son, 
with whom I am well pleased. Prayer is the answer to not forgetting, to not forgetting our identity, to not becoming restless in this world. So I challenge all of us today, before you go home, no, when you get home, before you turn on the TV, before you do your hobbies for the day, before you look at your cell phone, pray. Pray with this scripture about your own relationship with the Father in heaven. No matter how strong or weak it may be, open up the beginning of Mark, this first chapter, and hear that voice of the Father saying to you, Behold my beloved son, behold my beloved daughter, in whom I am well pleased. This is from the book called Radiance in Your Eyes by Father Julian Caron. He says, The relationship with the Father does not take us away from things or suppress them, but fills them with meaning. Thinking of the Father is the true way of thinking about things. It is a gaze that is finally true, and everything takes on a unique destiny and intensity. Affirming God affirms the value of the moment of relationships, work, reality, and the circumstances and sufferings of yourself and others. So it's true, most of us don't have the time of the day to praise Mother Teresa did. Most of us probably won't be canonized saints like she is. It's not out of the question, but likely not. But that's okay because a saint isn't some person that fills some holiness criteria upon this earth. Rather, a saint is someone who is in heaven, which is our inheritance, who loves their father and knows that the father loves them. And above all, they knew that while they were on this earth.